I don't know how to start the ending. I don't know how to start this. <sighs> this most likely will be our last episode. I want to live a little like asterisks in there. Okay. It's an audio asterisk. <laughs> audio asterisk. Okay. Who knows? Yeah. So we're keeping the door open to maybe returning on special occasions. Maybe not the door open, but we'll <laughs> leave a window unlocked. You know, like the back <laughs> okay. window is unlocked. In case we want to come back, we can always just go through the back window. Does that make sense? This feels like a very Amsterdam kind of situation. Like, in case we've got some furniture, we can, we can always get it in through the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just get a lift. <sighs> yeah, so we're retiring for the time being. Uh, we might pull a Michael Jordan and like come back. Is this a reference? Is this a like a thing people our age understand? I mean, get, uh, Michael Jordan references will fly right <laughs> above my head. You know Michael Jordan? Like he he was at the peak of his career and then he quit and then he played baseball for a bit and then he came back right to basketball, the NBA. Isn't that like a shoe brand or something? Oh my god! <laughs> yes, that's a Nike shoe. <laughs> Shoes are back because Spider Man, right? Now they're back in fashion. I see. I okay, see. Okay, no, yeah, we, we've been talking about this for a little while. Also, we've kind of been postponing recording this show for a lot of other reasons, also just scheduling conflicts and stuff. But we've been kind of not avoiding it, but just, all right, like getting, you know, ready for this. Yeah, what I was saying earlier is it's like, you know, when there's a TV show that you really like, And it's the last season. Sometimes what I'll do is I just won't watch the last episode for months <laughs> and just pretend that the show's still there. I still have that sort of one last emergency episode whenever I really need it. Um, so I feel like so unconsciously... Or yeah, maybe stop here. Yeah, if you don't want the show to end for you... Stop listening. Yeah, it never has to end. And you always have those like 30 minutes remaining or something. <laughs> exactly. It's always there for you whenever you need it. But yeah, so I don't know. It's been it's been tough to like actually get to this moment because it feels like the end of something that was part of our life for a long time. Definitely. Do you know how long? Because I did a little math before. Ooh, no. Tell me. So we've said on the show before, like we our first episode was published... October 16th, 2015. But that was episode one. And we've we've recorded, like, I think three episodes? Because I remember seeing in a Dropbox folder, yes. like, episode 000, episode 000. <laughs> like, we, we recorded a bunch of little test shows before recording the one that we eventually published. So, technically, we started a bit earlier than that. But I just did the math. I mean, first I asked Siri and like how many days has it been since October 16th, 2015. <laughs> and I got, uh, I checked these results um, on the web for you. Classic. <laughs> so then I Googled and apparently it's been 2,826 days. So by the time of when we published, when we post this episode, it's going to be 2828 days, 2,828 days. It's kind of cute, which is uh, almost eight years. It'll be eight years in October. Wow. That is a long time. <laughs> and I was thinking about, okay, what other things do I have in my life that have been a recurring, consistent part of my life for the past eight years? Mm. And there's very few things. <laughs> because in the meantime, I've changed countries. I've changed apartments a bunch of times. 
I've changed. So even like friendships and friends, like they haven't been consistent like through eight years. Mm -hmm. The only thing I can think of is my relationship with my with my wife because we're almost uh, 11 years now so that's the only thing that i've had in my life consistently reliably for longer so eight years that's like you're like my internet husband you know like <laughs> we've had this relationship for eight years you've been a part of my life you and the show and the listeners and it's it's a yeah it's like the longest thing i have i haven't kept a job that long right i mean you you did <laughs> you have <laughs> Uh, so you have that but <laughs> but yeah very few things it's but that is crazy yeah i mean also for me in in my i mean in my life in the, those times i think it's changed a lot i mean when we started recording i still live at my parents <laughs> <laughs> i've forgotten about that <laughs> like yeah. and then i like recorded in the office i remember i would basically because you were like 12 right when we started <laughs> exactly um i mean this is why we do a podcast. Nobody knows you're, you're 12. <laughs> I would basically go into like a meeting room in the office. I would basically yeah. go around the office and find as many pillows as I could find. <laughs> and then like hide in the, in the meeting room and try to record the show after hours. It was a wild time. It was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, it really was. We didn't really know what to do do or how this episode would go but you've put this uh like rough just outline of things we would like to just go through and i think it's really thoughtful and nice do you want to walk us through the structure like wh what are we going to do here today yeah i mean not that we have to do like a full sort of table of contents <laughs> for this episode but i kind of wanted part one i kind of wanted to go through a little bit and talk about the show and talk about how it started and our intention and sort of go over our, some of our favorite uh, memories and then yeah talk about you know what what made us decide to end it yeah oh this is gonna be hard <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah we can do it we can go through this uh yeah let's not i mean we already kind of touched on when we started it but why? We also talked about it, I think, in the show. It's it's not news, but we, we started because we wanted to talk about this shit with someone. And I didn't really have anyone to talk about it or anyone that would share my excitement and my interest for design shit, <laughs> you know, like technology and design and stuff and everything else. And we met because uh, I followed you on Twitter at that point, And I was doing this other podcast with my friend Carlos and... and we might have tweeted like, hey, who would like to be on a show or, or something? I would like to have a podcast or something like that. I think you kind of volunteered mm. said, hey, I would love to. Yeah. And then we got in touch and we had you on that, that other podcast, that other show as our, I think, first, at the time, first guest or only really. I don't remember really. But that's how we got in touch and like how we met. And then, yeah. Yeah. And it was super fun. And immediately I was like, ooh, this is something that I actually really like. Um, back in the day, I think... I mean, a lot more designers were, I think, doing blogging and writing and stuff like that. And I certainly did. Mm -hmm. Not that I was ever great at it. <laughs> but uh, you were good podcasting it. felt like a more freeform medium where we could kind of bring in ideas and debate and, you know, share different perspectives. And it didn't have to be so kind of thought through and you know i mean all of us are perfectionists in a way and lonely and lonely it wouldn't yeah. have to be as lonely it's a conversation thing exactly and it just felt really fun and obviously i was 
a big fan of podcasting and I feel like podcasts really had a huge influence on my life. I mean, still to this day, I mm-hmm. think that is by far the form of entertainment that I spent the most time with. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's really influenced me. And I feel like also what made this like podcasting more personal to me is I often like have, you know, the, like neck pains and different, you know, challenges with just being in, uh, sitting at a desk all day, every day. And podcast is this sort of great form of entertainment that doesn't require me to like sit still <laughs> and I can kind of have a round right. uh, as I'm doing other things. And so there is like a, always like a, an accessibility sort of angle for this for me that it's a, it's a thing that I can do no matter what. And I can, that carries with me through my life. Even, you know, at times when I was single, like traveling by myself or whatever, like sort of always having these sort of voices, these, these friends from, from podcasts with me. And so it felt cool. Like it felt like I should try doing it myself because I was such a fan of, of the medium. Yeah. And then really got along super well with you. One of the things that people, don't always know or are generally surprised with is uh we've never met each other (laughs) until we started the podcast yeah we started the podcast before we met each other in person and at that point it had been years i think since we've been doing it until we until we met yeah completely i think yeah yeah, I think we met for the first time in San Francisco. Yeah. Like many, yeah, many years after we've done the podcast, which is a wild experience. Like meeting someone for the first time, <laughs> but then knowing a ton about them. Like, yeah, like I've spent more time with you than any of my physical IRL friends, like for sure. <laughs> um, so it was, it was yeah. kind of a wild experience. And that certainly was like one of my favorite sort of memories or moments with the show. Likewise. It was the. Um this is kind of cliche and you know a bit lame but like yeah it's the friendships we make because those are the things that stay and then flourish into something else right it's like little seeds like oh you meet someone but then some people like it develops into a real friendship and then you trust these people with like other things other thoughts other conversations other whatever like we share a lot of our lives with each other as well and the same for a lot of our listeners we have met like i have strong friendships that kind of was because of this podcast like we've even before we went to san francisco and met there for the first time we we spoke to sarah and bryn from the they were were starting the the spec network yeah and that was also like a a highlight of this podcasting career if you will (laughs) like when they reached out like really you know about the show that's awesome uh because they were doing design details at the time and it was huge Mm -hmm. um even then and so so then you know from there we met we met Sam and Marshall and like all the San Francisco crew. Uh, I remember that one time at Mac, uh, also there. Uh, anyway, just a bunch of folks uh, that now I consider friends. Definitely highlights. Um, yeah, and just even seeing people like around the world. Even like I know I would always kind of mention whenever I'd be traveling and then meet up with some listeners. And it's that thing where you can get. DMs all day long, <laughs> but meeting someone in person feels wild to me. Of just like, hey, I've never been to this place. Like, I don't know any- anyone who lives here. But then there are people that actually know me and that are amazing. And like, we would totally be best friends if we lived in the same city. Mm-hmm. Um, just felt like an incredible experience and just made the world feel 
smaller in a way and and made it feel like oh yeah like we've got our little community you know um no matter where we go yeah i mean the listener alex he was living in amsterdam at the time and he played a huge role in in us moving to amsterdam in the first place because he was one of those people that i was like hey i'm gonna be in amsterdam do i know anyone like what's up and he listened to the show he reached out we met in person he showed me around and it, he really showed me a part of the city as like a local that i probably wouldn't have experienced otherwise and so that that that's huge yeah he then moved back to yeah i mean same he also did the same for me i mean i didn't end up moving See? to amsterdam <laughs> but um you were like a practice run and then when it came to me like yeah yeah he he yeah. literally came with me to the airport <laughs> when i was leaving like, <laughs> so nice that's the level of niceness uh, wow yeah uh another experience that sticks out for me it was just the fun or funny moments where I remember, I believe this was one of the episodes that we recorded in person, where for some reason we started talking about socks <laughs> and like my philosophy for how like you should find a pair of socks that you really like and just buy a crap ton of them. <laughs> that way you never have to worry about sorting and it's not a complicated mm-hmm. endeavor. Um, and then we reached out to a couple of brands uh, to send us socks that we would try. And I ended up receiving for the next few months, like boxes and boxes of socks mm-hmm. in the mail. And it would be funny because they would all get delivered at the office. <laughs> so would be like, what, is that? what is Kevin up to now? And I'd be like, oh, it's for my podcast. Was yeah, so funny and something that I never really <laughs> thought would happen. Um, and then for weeks and weeks after that, I would have people asking me like, what kind of socks they should buy. Um, <laughs> it was such a funny experience. <laughs> yeah, the sock saga was it was a big one. Also, the the shower dingus will always be a thing. Yes, that I'll never forget. Like our whole saga of hotel rooms and. They all have weird shower handles and shower, whatever we call that, like apparatus. And they're all different and they're all weird. And that became a recurring thing. And I remember I was <laughs> at Sam Sofa's house and, you know, he didn't live in a hotel, but his shower dingus was one of the most, <laughs> one of the most peculiar ones. <laughs> I think, did, did we? Record that like it was there like a video of how it worked or something or I I think so (laughs) I think so at least I sent to you like privately if not it was on a show somewhere that was very funny so maybe this is a challenge for our listeners that are are listening to the show and maybe are gonna miss the show a little bit go try and find that that episode this is a challenge for you (laughs) like go back and find that episode and. Maybe you started listening after it was uh, it came out, um, but I would say this is a an episode that isn't temporal. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a topic that is is worth listening to uh, in the past, present, and future. Speaking of going back and listening to episodes, uh, when I started doing this, I would always like, and still today, like I will, you know, edit the show and then we'll post it, and then I would archive. For years, I would archive like the actual source, like files and the logic project and all that, which is it's gigs per episode. <sighs> so that really added, you know, added up. But I would just save all that, and then at some point, I'm like, you know what? Why? Like, I'll just I'll just save the MP3s, which is also silly because they're online. I can always go get them, but whatever. Still archived Please all of that. Keep them. And I always <laughs> thought, <laughs> and I always thought that it's nice to 
do this podcast for this long because you have this recording, this this almost like journaling of time and place in your life in even our voices. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> eight years ago, I, I'm sure we sounded a little bit different. Oh, for sure. Uh, I'm sure our English sounded a bit different. That was something we struggled way more in, in, in the beginning. But like, because English is neither our you know first language so we also kind of struggle with that a little bit so anyway so i always thought it would be nice to have this artifact and it'd be nice to every once in a while go back and listen to us and i never did that yeah (laughs) i never went back and listened to it maybe one day i will right because i'm sure this will be up um please let's keep paying the soundcloud uh bills (laughs) but yeah it's it's something I never did, and I don't. I don't know if I if I will. Yeah, I think we will. I, I mean, I feel like we we're gonna need a bit of distance from it, but there's gonna be a moment where yeah. we just go back. But I think it's it's really important that we actually keep the the MP3s basically because yeah, it just working on the website made me realize just how fragile a lot of these things are. Like tomorrow, SoundCloud can say. Hey, you know what? We're not doing podcast <laughs> hosting anymore. And then it's like, okay, yeah. like, is there a way to migrate? Like, how does that all work? And I definitely don't want to lose the the archives. Also, something that you actually don't even know about, but um, I've ended up migrating like in the last month or so CMSs for layout because we actually ran over like a usage limit <laughs> and which meant that we okay. couldn't post episodes uh after that oh wow so this is fine i actually Dog behind if. the scenes uh <laughs> migrated to, to a different platform um and again it, that was a one other thing that made me realize like oh yeah like some of these things like just keeping the site running and keeping the things is like a non-trivial thing yeah and we shouldn't assume that it's just always forever there but yes listeners and and rafa (laughs) i will (laughs) do everything i can to keep all of the episodes up and the entire website up um so that people always have access so why why are we ending why are we (laughs) i feel like i i should I should go first on this because it's it's uh, it was me like I I was the one who kind of initiated this uh, offboarding <laughs> process. Um, a lot of the initial motivation to start this, like that, like we mentioned, like just wanting to talk about these things with like-minded people, and we couldn't really find anyone. That has changed since. Not just like I have access, and there's more people interested in this than there were eight years ago, and it's. I don't live in a tiny little country anymore uh, and stuff like that. But also like my drive and passion to talk about these subjects has changed over time. Hmm. My relationship with the industry and the the craft and the profession has changed a bit. The industry has changed a lot um, since then also. So that original motivation to do this has changed. And to be honest, and I think we said this online, uh, today and for the past probably like years, my main motivation to keep doing this was because I still wanted to talk to you and this was fun and I enjoy having this project. Like it's something that I like having this, doing this, maintaining, cultivating this side project is something that I really enjoy. 
but since like for the past you know how we used to do in the like year in review type of episode mm. at the end of the year we usually do some one of these for the past two years i think the the thing that i say that i want to do different or that i work on or just improve is that i always feel like i'm way too overwhelmed and busy with stuff life and i try to do too much and i need to like settle down and i need to slow down a little bit and that's been something that it really pushed me over the edge when i when i became a parent because i i was already i felt like a little bit overwhelmed with all the projects and all the things i was trying to do and then i also had a baby <laughs> to take care of and raise but I kept doing all the things, all the same things. I didn't give away anything. And I think that has had an impact on my mental health and my just life in general. I feel overwhelmed all the time and like feeling like I'm lagging behind all the time. And I've been trying to change my relationship with the projects I do and my work and stuff. A more healthy relationship because I've sometimes even some of the fun side projects that I start like Hand Mirror and like... I did high doc recently or whatever, like these little apps. After I ship them, I have this very unhealthy relationship with it because I feel like I like I need to work on it. I need to keep improving it. I need to reply to customer support like emails. I need to <laughs> it's like it becomes a lot of work and pressure. So I've been trying to carve out some space for myself and part of that exercise is just letting go of some things. Like I just cannot do everything that I'm doing at the moment. Something has to give, and I need to regain some of that space back in my life uh, without feeling it with something else immediately after. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the tricky part. Yeah. And I have changed a lot. Like, I started, all right, just doing the same things, but like changing my approach to it and changing how I felt about it and be more of a like, it'll be a fun thing I do when I have the time, but start. Mm-hmm. Well, stop feeling guilty or stop feeling like there's something I absolutely have to do and I'm letting people down if I don't. And so it's been for the past year, I've been in therapy and I've been like working through these things and, and trying to again take, get some of that space back. But there's still a lot of work to do in this show. Well, it's not that it's a lot of time. It's not that is something that I don't want to do anymore. Uh, quite the opposite. But it's something that it's like the only side project or the only project really that I have that has uh, somehow, even though we're quite loose with it, somehow have a fixed schedule, right? Like we have to record yeah, for sure. every week. And then once we record, we have like a couple of days to edit when we have to get that done and then we have to publish. So it's a thing that like I have to do because even like hand mirror, which is probably the, my biggest side hustle thing, there's no deadlines really. So yeah, all in all, it's just, another thing in tldr i'm very 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 busy and for my own sake i need to free up some time and stop trying to do everything that's the short version but of course it's so hard i've I've been i'm really bad at saying no to like new things but even even worse at saying no to like existing things like we i think i told you like i kept break this safe this app in the app store in a broken state (laughs) through like three years whilst getting messages saying this game is broken it's uh, shit just because I, I couldn't get 
myself to just remove it from the store and calling it quits. Like, no, one day I'll get to it. Like, I'll, no, I promise. Mm-hmm. So with, even with this, it was really hard. And it, oh man, it took me a long time to really think this through. And like, I was like, I would think about it and then make the decision like, yes, I should retire. <laughs> I should call it quits. <laughs> and then like sleep on it for like, let's wait a week and see how I feel. And then let's wait a month and see if I feel the same way. And then eventually I was like, all right, I need to start acting on this. So then I, yeah. Yeah. And from my perspective, it was funny. Like when I saw the text, I both wasn't surprised um, and was sort of maybe not expecting it, but I knew I knew it was time, and I had known for a while. Yeah, how do you feel about it? Because I think people don't realize how fast a weekly or even biweekly <laughs> release cycle is for a podcast, um, and. How many thoughts and opinions and brainstorming about topics and like mm-hmm. stuff like that that you do over wait how many years have have we been doing this for seven and six months yeah like that is a lot of energy and that is a lot of parts of ourselves <laughs> that we put into a show and I think for the last little while I mean I definitely have opinions on a ton of things. But been feeling a little like empty mm-hmm. in a way. Like I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of the the feeling for me. Of like, I search inside to be like, hey, what's a thing that I want to talk about that gets me excited and that I feel is like new and and exciting. And at times I've like been searching and been like, I don't know. I feel like I've talked about everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> like every things that are my opinions not just reaction to other things because that's a bit easier but like what do i want to bring like what do i want to say and feeling like i've gone through everything <laughs> like m- more than once maybe um mm-hmm. and so yeah i feel like it's time for me or maybe for us just recharge a little bit like yeah that that's also why I've been maybe a bit less active on social media and also part, partly because I'm also busy and got a lot of different things. But just I'm like, what do I want to contribute? And yeah, I don't know. I feel like at the moment I'm like, I actually feel like I need to recharge. I need I have things that I need to learn, I have things that I need to work on. And I've exhausted a lot of the things that I wanted to say. And the reality, and I think you're same as me, I love starting projects. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, this show has documented that very well. I love starting new things. But the only way that you can start new things is to end some things. Mm. And I think we ended it in a place where it was like, hey, we can maintain this. We can keep doing this. But that means we can only do this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like from my perspective... Um, I felt like, hey, you know what? Like, we can do a hundred more episodes of layout, but I don't know that there's going to be a new learning experience for me in that time versus maybe doing other things with my time. Um, yeah. I remember shortly after uh, my son was born, and right when you're in the middle of it, like you're sleep deprived, and you're just—it's like back to basics, back to instincts. You have to get food. Uh, stay safe and just survive survival mode back then i remember feeling like i've never been this dumb like (laughs) i've never been 
less interesting right now because like my brain right now is only focusing on like the basics of like human survival pretty much and i missed being uh interesting like having interesting thoughts and like pushing myself to like new ideas and new whatever and i remember that like phase there right in the middle of it feeling like shit i out like i don't have any energy i don't have energy to be interesting <laughs> i'm too tired to be interesting or to be thoughtful or to be clever or whatever and i've been feeling a little bit of that in my life recently partially because i'm busy and all but also i think in order to be creative in order to be again interesting in order to have these i don't know new experiences in, instead of just being reactive to everything you need to carve out space for yourself like you have to have mental energy to think really <laughs> even to be happy that was something that another breakthrough of mine like <laughs> in order for me to feel happy and content with what i have i have to be able to stop and look at where i am um does that even make sense? Yeah. Because I'm so busy and always going and always pushing and always making stuff happen that I, I never have time to stop and appreciate and enjoy what I have. Um, and so even recently, I started actively not putting on a podcast or like I was doing dishes and stuff like, you know what? Let me just try this. Like, let me just do nothing. Like, just be with my thoughts. I'm trying to be more present and, and all. And with this show... In this project in particular, like, I'm going to just speak for myself, but I, I found myself being more reactive and less, like, to your point, like, having more ideas or whatever. <laughs> I feel like I was just going in the motion, yeah. doing the thing, talking about the things, and, like, just having a take, just saying something instead of, yeah, <laughs> instead of trying to contribute something new and, and really invest energy in it. And yeah, I, how how did you feel when when you when you when I told you I wanted to retire? I mean, I felt like I already knew, hmm. and yeah, I felt the same. <laughs> like where I knew that it probably needed to end, and part of me didn't want it to. Yeah, I get it. Same, <laughs> but I know it's right, and I'm still obviously very emotional about it. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it feels like the, the it's the thing you kind of know you have to do, but you don't you can't bring yourself to it it's like you don't want you don't want to watch the last episode <laughs> of the show <laughs> it's yeah i since then since i told you and we kind of talked about it a little bit and since we made the decision effectively i think i've had the period of like grief <laughs> already um and now I ju- now i just have to do the thing which is this yeah <laughs> we just have to record this uh yeah yeah i don't want to like be down on it because i do think it's uh to bring it back to parenthood because it's the thing i do every time every you know at all moments um like when i'm with my son and let's say we were at the playground it's been really fun and now we're gonna leave instead of being sad that we're gonna leave i try to tell him like hey wasn't that fun right wasn't it super fun playing in the playground and like focus on that the good thing we had so instead of like thinking about we're ending this and it's a sad thing. I'm trying to like, hey, wasn't this a super cool <laughs> thing we did for eight years? Holy shit. It was our most successful project. Yeah. Like our most successful side project that I've ever done. Yeah. Yeah, same. In so many ways. Yeah. Okay. I think um, we should thank our sponsors for 
really trusting us. And many of them really were the ones to reach out to us and say, hey, we like the show. Some people on our team listen to the show and we'd love to support it. And we really appreciate that because there's a lot of work that goes into putting the show together and um, a lot of costs that are associated with it. And so having sponsors really helped us be able to do the show and will also allow us to keep the, you know, the archive up there um, and make it possible for our listeners or even future us to go and (laughs) re-listen to some of the old episodes. I also wanted to say a huge, huge thank you to all of the guests that we've had on the show. Yeah. We've had some amazing people on the show, many of whom were our heroes. Yeah. <laughs> Folks that we looked up to and admired. And the fact that they were like, hey, yeah, sure. Like, I'll go on your little show that I don't. I don't know if they had heard of it before, <laughs> even, um, but they were totally game to come with us and talk about whatever random topic that we wanted to talk about that week. I think that also helped us form a lot of uh, relationship with a lot of really amazing people and like really appreciate them dedicating all of their time uh, with us and really being kind and and offering their thoughts and and their voice to the show. Um, And more importantly, I want to thank the listeners. Yeah. Like, it's cliche to say that none of this could have happened without you. Um, But the reality is recording the show was more than just our conversation. Like, I would always think whenever we're discussing a topic, I would think about so-and-so. I would think about this listener and that listener and that conversation that we've had. And I would like expect that, oh, I'm going to get a reply from this person after I said this thing. And it (laughs) just really felt like speaking to a community and for having met a ton of our listeners, not as many as I would have liked, but from having meeting a bunch of folks, y'all are the best audience. Like seriously, every time I've met people, I was like, we would be best friends, like if we had were lived in the same city or um, had more time to spend together. It's like a tremendously talented, kind, nice audience, and I forever am going to be grateful for that. Plus one, you're true ponchos, <laughs> and that's a deep cut. <laughs> um, last but not least, like I want to thank you, Rafa, for. Uh, but making this the greatest yeah. experience seriously <laughs> cry about it yeah uh thank you man this is kevin this is uh this is like you said the most successful in so many ways not like whatever metric you want to pick this tops it all and then having met you that kind of solidified like a true relationship true friendship um when you went to porto and visited us at our apartment and stuff it also felt like you know I got you to drink coffee and not hate it. Yes. Well, thanks, motorcycle. Um, big accomplishment in my life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, all these moments, all of these conversations on the record, like on tape and out, <laughs> off the record. Actually, funny to meet in person because we're like, wait, don't talk about this. <laughs> yes, we should be recording it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we met here in, in Amsterdam for the Loop Conference and all, and I felt like I look at you and I feel 
like you're a true partner, right? In a lot of ways. Um, and that's something you can't force, right? Like it's something that like, it just, it's either meant to be or not. And we were lucky to find each other, I think, and, and to, to do this. Totally. Um, so yeah, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, hope we FaceTime every now and then. <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping you in the pinned contacts, man. Like yes. you're up there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, just to like clear out the the air, no, we're not mad at each other. <laughs> uh, we're still great friends and still uh, still gonna c- continue talking. And um, yeah, once again, thanks to all of our listeners for being part of this. And the back window is always unlocked. <laughs> if we ever if we forgot something, <laughs> we gotta go back. <laughs> Maybe we check in every every five years. <laughs> yeah, we just have the layouties. Like an annual event. <laughs> We're going to be online and talking to each other. Um, and you can talk to us as well. We're probably going to be in Mastodon. Links in the show notes and stuff. We're at Raphael and at Kevin at Mastodon.design. Our website is going to stay up, of course, uh, with all the show notes and episodes and all those memories. Layout.fm. I guess we're on Blue Sky. <laughs> Uh, wherever we're, we're online and uh, we would love if you if you reach out um, if you have any memory about the show that you think it's special and you would like us to know about it I know I would love to hear yes uh, maybe like how you discovered the show or like why did you listen and if for some reason I honest to God doubt that there's anyone out there that has actually listened to every episode like why would you um <sighs> If for some reason you did, I would actually like to send you something. Just reach out, get in touch. I would love to hear from you because apparently you've been a huge part of our lives without us knowing. But um, let us know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we don't have a sponsor for this episode in particular, but we had a ton, like Kevin said, over the years that we're extremely grateful for. All the friends we made in the, on, along the way. I want to give a shout out to Spec FM, like that that whole little family we had there. Yes, that was super special. I also want to give a shout out to Brian, Bryn, and Marshall in our little design details like podcast sibling. <laughs> I've always felt like somehow we're like yeah. related. Maybe we're like distant cousins or something. But you know, <laughs> shout out because they're still doing that, right? Like they're uh, it has changed a bit over the years, but it's 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 impressive, and we know better than most of us how hard it is to keep something like that going so i'm gonna give a shout out to them all and you know if you if you haven't heard of design details go check it out you'll probably like it if you like this show and um yeah i'll see you online yeah see you around